In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Good morning, everyone. Oftentimes, when you look at those people that are on the front lines defending the faith, defending the Catholic faith, teaching it, preaching it, oftentimes you'll find these people are the ones that are converts, converts to the faith, either from maybe another Christian denomination or maybe even converts from atheism or converts from an entirely different religion. They write books, they, are, they have a social media presence, that they're very active on, maybe they have TV programs, public speaking, whatever it might be, these people make an, a conscious effort, an intentional effort to discover the truth of the faith, to know what it is, and also to make it known to the world. And then, you look at the general population of Catholics that are born and raised in the faith. Number one, they either don't know their faith, what it teaches, or they don't know why they believe what they believe, or most importantly, they don't have an intimate relationship with Christ Jesus our Lord. And it's unfortunate that that's the case, but oftentimes you'll find yourself uh, you might have found yourself in a situation where someone's knocking at your door and they're just telling you a lot of things that you're just shocked and you know that's not what we believe, that's not what the Bible teaches, but we don't know where to begin and how to defend it, how to teach it, and how to give an, a, a proper answer to the hope we've been given, as St. Peter says. Why is this though? I find often that converts have a fascination with what we have found familiar. I'm going to say that again, because I want this to kind of be in our minds throughout this homily. I find that converts often have a fascination with what we find familiar. I remember I was visiting someone's house, and, you know, when the priest comes over, they often, as much as we say, don't make any food, we just make it simple, whatever, they, they do their best to put out the best spread on the table. Right? They, sell, they tell you, Abuna, this dolma, I didn't use just any leaves. I got these leaves from Michigan. <laughs> Illegally. <laughs> this is special food just for you, Abuna. And, you know, we go over a lot of people's houses, and we visit a lot of people, and we often eat the foods that we love, people find out about, and it becomes the food that we just eat all the time. I'm just like, oh my gosh. It just becomes familiar to us. They're excited to give it to you, and we're just like, thank you. <laughs> like, it's great. God bless. I remember visiting someone's house the other day, and they had people that were non-Chaldean, right? They're American. And the people were looking at the table like they've never seen this food before fascinated, amazed, every bite they were taking, mmm, this is so good, this is delicious. And I'm just there, I'm like, this is just Kubahama, man, like, what are you talking about? We have this on a daily basis. And they're eating, and they're like, tasting every single thing that's on the plate. I'm just trying to eat, so that they don't say, even though that's what they always say, you didn't eat anything, right? And, 
I'm looking at them and I'm like, wow, they're fascinated with what we've just become accustomed with. This food is amazing. People will, will travel just to taste this food and here we are, just, I am, just finding this food that's just familiar. I think this can happen to us with our faith. Imagine, there's so many people right now in the summer, they're going traveling over all the world. They're going to Europe, going to South America. They're going to many places just to get a new experience, just to try something new, to have uh, an experience that is unforgettable. An experience that they can go, remember and tell their kids, maybe tell their friends, post it on Instagram, share it with the rest of the world, where they've been, what they saw and what they experienced. Now imagine going to those places and imagine seeing the people that are born and raised in that place. Imagine hearing that those people spend 99% of their time just inside. If you were to hear this as a traveler who's spending hundreds, thousands of dollars trying to vacation to these places, you'd be like, you're insane. Don't you see what's around you? Don't you see these monuments? Don't you see these buildings? Don't you see the great nature that's around you? Don't you see these restaurants? Don't you see how much is here around you and you're taking advantage of and you're not seeing the beauty of what is around you? I think this can happen with us in our faith because where we, where other people see a fascination at the beauty and wonder that is the faith that Jesus has given you and me, we have seen, it's just something familiar. We know this. We've seen it before. We've heard it. So we don't take advantage of it. Today, Jesus asks, someone asks Jesus, will those who will be saved be few? He's looking at the ratio, maybe he's wondering if I'm going to be getting in, if I have a chance. And you know, Jesus, he doesn't answer the way everybody likes. Um, he doesn't answer with an, with an actual answer according to the question. Instead, Jesus here, he gives a clear answer, but with a lengthy instruction. He begins it with, strive to enter by the narrow gate. Later on, Jesus gives a few other things. He strives to enter by the narrow gates. There will be many who will try to enter but will not be able. And then he says, when once the householder hears people knocking at the door, he will say to those knocking, which is us, I do not know where you come from. And then they say, what do you mean you don't know who I am? What do you mean you don't know where I come from? We were the ones who sat together at the table. We're eating together. We were the ones who were preaching your name. We were the ones doing miracles in your name. And you're saying, you don't know me? I don't think it's the problem of the householder who is Christ himself. I think it's the problem of the people who have become strangers because of the sin of familiarity. Familiarity is good. It leaves you... Safe, it leaves you feeling comfortable knowing what to expect without any surprises. But familiarity can make love grow cold. And what this story that Jesus is saying, this kind of parable that he's saying, is the perfect story of a love that has grown cold. Where 
neither one pursues the other. Neither one goes after the other two to win their love over. And what this leaves both of them, leaves them unknown to each other and foreign. And I think these two words in English don't really express it, but when we say the word in Surah, when we say they become نُخْرَايَ to each other. They become, I don't know you and really, I don't, I don't know you anymore. I'm afraid this can happen to us with our faith and our relationship with God. We're born and we grow up in this faith but never become fascinated by it. We go through the motions of prayer and going to church but we're never transformed by them. We have a connection with God maybe in a distant way but not a living relationship that gives us life. It's a sad thing to be in this beautiful place where there's so much beauty, in this beautiful place that God has given us the church, and we spend 99% of our time just inside and never just looking around and discovering the beauty of our God. I encourage us all to look at our God who is a God of surprises. He's a good father just wishes to bless you and me. He is a God who invites us to know Him and wants us to just remain in His love. But the only way to do this is if we step away from this familiarity that we think we know, that we think we've experienced it all. You haven't. And as much as you go, and as much as you see, and as much as you experience from God, God will continue to surprise you so that He can renew His love for you. We have to become little children looking around so that we don't hear these words, Be gone, I do not know you. But rather, so we can hear the words, Come and enter the kingdom that has been prepared for you in the beginning of time. Amen.